Asia Tech Podcast. Voice of the Asian Tech Ecosystem. This is Asia Tech Podcast, Voice of the Asian Tech Ecosystem. This is all about human communication in the era of the machine here in Asia. My name is Graham Brown, joined in the studio today here in Singapore by my colleague, Yijing Fly. Hi, hi everyone. I'm Yijing. Yes, please call me Yijing Fly. <laughs> Welcome back. Hi, glad to be back again. So you were on the podcast a month or so ago, right? Bringing yeah, I some think trends. So, so mm-hmm. you're back to share more trends from Asia. Exactly. Exactly. So today we're gonna look at TikTok and this karaoke app called WeSing that's actually mm. by Tencent and talk about how this apps use um, the remix culture as well as uh, how they value the social value of um, the videos and the contents that they put out over uh, how good the, the actual content yeah. is. Looking forward to that. Going into the world of remix culture and communication trends in Asia. Um, Let's talk about why we're doing this. So um, a little bit of context. So Asia Tech Podcast really is about communication and it's about communication in the era of the machine, but particularly here in Asia, because I think the trends are are strongest here in Asia. The Mm -hmm. premium for getting it right is really high. And also we're dealing with a lot of consumers who are in many ways a blank slate. Exactly. It gives us a good, you know, opportunity to see what it could be for everybody in the world. So we're going to talk about that. Yijing is going to share some insights from Asia. Um, I was just Googling, by the way, Yijing, just mm-hmm. before we started, the etymology. You know, I like etymology. <laughs> yeah, please share. Etymology geek of the word trend. Okay. All right. I never thought about it before, but actually it comes from the word to turn. To turn. To turn okay, round. Huh. It's almost like it turns round. And I suppose you could look at that in, in a number of different ways. We've talked about this, haven't we? Like mm. you can either have it as a cycle mm. or like the opposite of something. Exactly. What do you think? I mean, when you look at these trends, we'll go into a bit more depth about TikTok and the karaoke app mm-hmm. in Asia. But how in in what way are they sort of like a turning from what happened before? Mm. <clears throat> Sorry, excuse me. I think in terms of the um, the turning and being in uh, exact like differentiation, I think you can think about um, Instagram and also a lot of this very. Um, I, I look at them from a the point of view of aesthetics in a sense that um, minimalism and just you know with the Apple aesthetic, everything is very sleek, very clean, yeah. and I think that has been the the popular mainstream like of what is beautiful for a long time and even with a lot of apps if you want to uh, look professional and be accepted as like a professional and good app in that way you you kind of go back to those design aesthetics yeah and but if you look at tiktok and also uh the karaoke app and a lot of this um up-and-coming apps that's more for the masses in asia a lot of them are actually super crowded with like one million functions and yeah. it's just all over the place it's like a noisy and busy Very marketplace noisy. Yeah. Yeah. exactly so in a sense um that it sets up how people use the interface and it also it also comes from um how people are used to their surroundings in asia in this like very busy uh mm. like marketplace kind of environment so both um aesthetically and in terms of the functions i think it's very different from what a lot of Western apps, like, you know, WhatsApp is, is so basic. It's yeah, just messaging. Yeah, so minimal. Yeah, exactly. It does one thing really well. Yeah. We'll talk about that in a minute, mm-hmm. about that sort of very Silicon Valley approach to communication apps. Exactly. So I think that's uh, one of the biggest difference in how um, 
that's like the turn off of the trends. Yeah. Yeah. Have you, I mean, I'm, it's interesting. I know like this whole sort of concept of Zen, it's very Asian, mm -hmm. it's very simple. Mm -hmm. And it's almost like a lot of Silicon Valley apps have applied this sort of thought process to their design. Yep. Yet I know Zen's like, its origins are in Asia, but have mm -hmm. you ever like been inside a Japanese person's house? It's, like, it's the most messy thing ever. Like because it's so small. Yeah, and they, they got not just that, but they just got like tons of stuff. Right, right. They they yeah. got so much stuff like just stored or like like you know there's yeah, loads exactly. and loads of things where like you know you thought they would be like really zen, just have like this sort of you know yeah, very but, minimal. A uh, friends, uh, I still I um like did a homestay at a friend's house and. They had, I don't know, like 50 towels or something. So every time you wash your hand, you use a new piece of towel to wash right. your hand. So <laughs> it's not very zen. <laughs> That's the reality. All right. So in Asia Tech Podcast, here's what's going to happen is that um, I'm going to focus more on the strategy side of things and like continue to explore the world of strategy in mm -hmm. communications in Asia. Ijing starting her own podcast. Yep. The name is, is still embargoed. Pending. It's pending. Yeah, it's secret. <laughs> Yeah, it's a code name. Code name E Jing's podcast. Um, <laughs> give us a heads up what you're going to talk about in that. Okay, so I'm actually um, preparing and writing a trend report right now, um, and what I will be doing is actually building up an architecture and way of understanding this uh, communication trends, which can be applied to all the different markets in the world. But I'll be specifically looking at trends in Asia because, as we we're saying, this is the place right now to be looking yeah. at what's new and interesting and to apply that to uh, what the future can be. Yeah, I'm really looking forward to that. Me too. Because you're going to be coming up with some, well, you've already found some really interesting stuff. I mean, mm. we're going to talk about some of it today. Mm -hmm. But if you follow Yi Jing as well, like on LinkedIn, mm -hmm. you'll see some of the stuff that you're posting. <laughs> really, you know, some of the stuff you're posting this week, even just casually talking about like voice ID and so yep. on. And you're putting out videos with like little walkthroughs in there as well, which I thought were quite cool. Th yeah, those so, were just like, for me, it was new. And I'm in this industry, right? Yeah. So uh, about that, um, that's what I shared the last time I was on the show about uh, Leecher FM and the no. voice personality analytics. So I actually did a walkthrough video where um, I showed people how that works. And it's on my LinkedIn. You can yeah. look for me. <laughs> yeah. Aging Fly or Joe? I'm going to change it to Fly. <laughs> oh, on LinkedIn? That's yeah. cool. Own it. All right, cool. Um, did you actually do a, a, a voice analytics on yourself in that? Yes, I, yes. What, what result did you get? It's funny because um, for the walkthrough, I did it again and it changed. And oh, really? Yeah, it used to be the uh, girlish and, uh, you know, girlish young voice. And right. now it became like a cool and mature voice. <laughs> <laughs> You're developing a radio voice. <laughs> Must be. Exactly. It's getting deeper with yeah. authority. That's interesting. <laughs> did you believe that? Was that just random? Do you think? Um, no, I, I believe it because um, it depends on how you record it. That's why you can keep redoing it until oh. you get like a satisfactory <laughs> you know <laughs> result that you All like right. good mm. progress awesome so talking about apps communication apps we cannot mm. start this conversation without mentioning tiktok oh yeah definitely now, can i just preface this is interesting like i've been talking about i'm not a tiktok user mm -hmm. but i became aware of tiktok last year mm -hmm. and i saw what was going on and i thought this is interesting now Obviously, it was interesting because it was owned by ByteDance, who are Chinese mm. and not Facebook, right? Exactly. And it was also interesting because a lot of the 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 value of TikTok was AI driven. Like they'd used mm. a lot of data to sort of crunch and see what works and see what you would like as yep. a user. 
And then I started talking about it at conferences, mm -hmm. like TikTok, you know, have you heard like of TikTok? And everybody, when I did a panel session or a keynote, like people looked at me with blank faces. What is TikTok? Are they old? Um, <laughs> they were like my age. <laughs> but that's no excuse, right? This is okay, like yeah, communications. No <laughs> this was AI, you know, yep. AI conferences. Like everybody's mm -hmm. talking about AI, but he was like probably one of the most effective implementations of AI in the world. Mm -hmm. And the fact that they used it to get 13-year-old kids using this app was even more of a validation of AI. Because mm -hmm. like, they don't care if it's AI. They just yeah. care if it works. Yeah. So with that out there, people are now getting used to TikTok because Mark Zuckerberg has been talking about it. So what mm -hmm. do we need to know about TikTok? Yes. So a great way to start this conversation is actually um, I'm going to borrow from this article that I read on, on TechCrunch that was actually just published on October 2nd, so not too long ago. And it's rightly titled, Zuckerberg misunderstands the huge threat of TikTok. Threat. The threat, exactly. Because, you know, with Facebook, they try to, they want to dominate everything. And then mm. they, they try to make a copy, like they copied Snapchat's story feature and they put it in their Instagram. I mean, stories for Instagram is working pretty well, but mm. basically this article is saying that Zuckerberg doesn't understand what um, the uh, the DNA of TikTok is about, and therefore it would be difficult for him to make something that can de dethrone TikTok. Mm. Yeah. What is the? Uh, I mean, I'm just looking at this article now. Mm -hmm. This was published just very recently, and yep. it's basically saying that obviously it's a threat. He misunderstands it. Mm -hmm. um, what are what is his position on TikTok in the sense that why mm, does why, he misunderstand yep. it? So. The article starts with a quote from him saying, so Zuckerberg thinks that TikTok is almost like the explore tab that we have on Instagram. Mm. Um, and it's true that if you go into TikTok, what you are first faced with are all these videos that are recommended to you. So in a sense, it's like the explore tab. Mm. And this is where you, what you were saying about the AI recommendation really kicks in because uh, they have all these algorithms to uh, determine which videos are valuable. So it's actually easier for completely nameless people to rise to stardom yeah. because of TikTok. Mm. And it's not like the Explore tab and it's not like Instagram because Instagram is about sharing your life and about mm. you. But TikTok is not about you. It's about entertaining other people. Mm. So that's like a key difference that if he misses, then he's totally not getting like what doesn't get it exactly well, it's about entertainment yeah we're going to talk about that in the context of trends and your sort of architecture for mm. helping us understand it and tiktok and you know zuckerberg should actually have a look at this to be honest, really. <laughs> it would help honestly it would yeah, help yeah i him. think so but i'm picking out from this article here he says mm. what's interesting and i think you you've nailed it you said that he thinks of it as the explore tab on instagram yeah um which I think is the most mindless thing ever. And it gets me every time. I'm like, <laughs> I've had to put this down. What am I doing with this thing? Looking at the explore tab, it's sort yeah. of sucking you in. And then he's saying here that he thinks TikTok is the next Snapchat stories. Now the context of that is tick. No, sorry. Um, Facebook through Instagram basically put Snapchat stories out of business. They just copied it and did it better. Yeah. Right. And Snapchat stories is, on surface, superficially very similar to TikTok. It's like recording a very short image or video and then mm -hmm, sharing it, mm -hmm. like a Vine. Vine started all that, right? Yep. So I can see why, if you look at it at the superficial level, it looks the same and therefore, yeah, okay, fine. We, we've, we've dealt with Snapchat. We can deal with TikTok. Mm -hmm. Like we've got to understand a little bit about what's different here. 
Exactly. And I mean, uh, for stories, it naturally fits into the uh, what Instagram is about. Because stories is, is about uh, sharing your life and that's what Instagram is about. So it was a good fit. So good for yeah. them. But TikTok, as uh, we identified just now, it's about entertainment. And it's not really... So we're talking about memes, right? It's a bit like a, a what people like about memes. Mm. It's not that you don't care who is in the meme like yeah. it might be some guy you don't, you don't care about this guy but no, he's just an actor he's like actually not even an actor he's just a canvas right exactly it's not him yeah it's not about him even though there are people who consistently put out uh, videos yeah. and then they gain a celebrity status but most of the time uh, what people want to see or like you know those viral compilations of TikTok videos are just random people participating in this they're like challengers or yeah. just Things that are viral and everyone wants to participate in it. What kind of stuff is going? Have you got a TikTok account? I have, but honestly, um, it's a bit difficult to use. Right. <laughs> Maybe I'm old too. I think. <laughs> Come on. Uh-huh. Well, what's the, the average age of a TikTok user? It must be in the teens, right? Yeah, like fifteen. I don't know. Yeah, like in the tens, definitely. Yeah, but so- I would say that in China, actually, quite a lot of uh, the older people, like middle-aged mm. people, use it as well. Bloomberg's on TikTok. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah, and um, there's like Business Times China. Right, right. And but isn't that the way? It sort of starts in that... I mean, we've talked about this, and it mm. goes back to the other sort of definition of trend is that, you know, it's turning in the sense that it's like a rotation. Yeah. You know, what starts with teens becomes adult. Like, mm-hmm. I mean, obviously, the teens grow up into adults, but also like YouTube, for example, mm. when it started out, it was just kids. I know there's yeah. a lot of kids on it now, but mm-hmm. like now businesses see it as val- valid. Like channel Definitely. For them. And to be honest... These kids, um, maybe during Chinese New Year or whatever, they bring their cell phones uh, home. They they broadcast it yeah. to their yeah. the, the adults, and yeah. eventually they, they caught on. You know, they film the their grandparents, and their grandparents get famous, and they're happy. And, right. you know. <laughs> and then the grandparents have their own channel. Right? Yeah, it's, exactly. Well, I mean, isn't that the same with SMS or mm-hmm, like the mm-hmm. very early stages? Is that's how it transmitted through generations? It was like usually children showing their parents mm-hmm. even facebook honestly yeah. now it's yeah. like all the and the fa- old yeah, you, people are using <laughs> yeah. sorry yeah exactly it was your parents got onto facebook that was the only reason now that you know people were using it right mm. and now that's the reason people are leaving yep. it because your parents are on yep. facebook right okay. exactly you can't block your mom and dad on facebook so. <laughs> you can um i don't know sell your privacy <laughs> yeah no, exactly i'm sure a lot of people have worked that one out already okay so we, we're talking about tiktok and why um well, I suppose not just Zuckerberg, but a lot of people don't get it. Yep. And there's, there's a number, I mean, politically, there's a number of issues there as well. But here's the first Chinese service, internet service that's doing really well yeah. globally. I mean, we know of Asian brands that have been successful as tech or hardware, that phones, it's now established, right? Mm-hmm. But here is a service now, which yeah. is as popular in Mexico and Brazil as it is in Shanghai, mm-hmm. right? Which... Mm-hmm really just goes to show that whole idea of Asia as a service, China as a service, it's being validated. It's not mm-hmm. like it's not going to work because it's in Chinese. Right. They made an English app and, and it's working just as well. And it's not just the only one. We're going to talk about We Sing as well in a minute, yep. which is not actually any kind of like Asian language. We, as in we, WeChat, yep. Sing, right? Yeah, We okay. Sing. <laughs> so um, the interesting thing about TikTok, I feel, is that it really represents the difference between a very Silicon Valley way of solving a problem and an Asian way. Mm. And on the one hand, you have this sort of mission focused, which is we do this really well. Like we'll be the best 
ride sharing app in the world and just mm-hmm. do that really well or we'll be the best messaging app which is like whatsapp or mm-hmm. the best social network and yet these sort of asian brands tech companies are, are applying a very market focused approach which is you got this problem you got this problem as well we'll solve that too yeah so you know you're seeing like we talked about gojek the fact it started as a, a bike ride sharing app and now it's like laundry maids videos <laughs> payments the mm-hmm. lot travel so that's the market focus and we're seeing this in China this is almost like de facto this market focused approach i saw absolutely you know we'll talk about this with like tiktok as well and how that sort of reflects in trends the uh, didi oh so, yeah which are i guess also right right yeah now, now they're sort of didi merged with another company like now mm. merged with another there's like this big sort of conglomerates forming yeah. but they don't just do ride sharing the ceo i forget his name has said um that we will do anything that we feel our customers want mm-hmm. in fact i'm paraphrasing him and that like, we'll be really good at it mm-hmm. so there's no sort of like this idea of like this category we just an, we're just a, a messaging app mm-hmm. whatsapp being a great example we just do that really well and yep. that's all we do yeah and that will then I suppose if you think about Mark Zuckerberg thinking about WhatsApp versus TikTok or Instagram versus TikTok, they just want to do Instagram really well mm-hmm. and just do stories, photos really well. But TikTok are taking a different approach to this, right? So how how is it different? Do you want to dive into the trends and talk a little bit about the structure there or do you want to? Yeah, I think do let's, do? let's do that. Um, so this pyramid. Yeah. Yeah, this pyramid that I came up with to help us understand all this, uh, how these trends are, are forming, how we should understand them is, okay, so if you think about a pyramid, it's a three-tiered pyramid. At the bottom, it's communication. Yeah. And everyone gets online. Every Everyone is out there because they want to communicate with someone. It could be through a text messaging app. If you're sharing photos, videos, anything, you're writing something, you want to communicate with someone Mm. and then the second level the second tier is self-expression so out of all the people who are communicating there are a few more people um, i mean there are a smaller group of people who want to go a further step into self-expression and that might be in the form of paying something like a small fee to customize your page or things like that and at the top of the pyramid which is an even smaller group of people, is entertainment. And those are the people that eventually become celebrities on these apps. And um, the focus is has moved from the self, from communicating, and you're just thinking about what I want to say. So mm. moved away from communication and self-expression to finally entertainment because you're thinking about your audience. Mm. Yeah. So this is the, the pyramid of understanding the the communication trends and, and what people are doing why they're doing it's the 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 modern version of the maslow's hierarchy of needs for communication <laughs> in the internet age right in a sense but um yeah i wonder if it's needs is more like desires right yeah, yeah. Okay. right once we once we fulfilled us basic <laughs> yeah, exactly animal needs now we're sort of like self-realization how does mm-hmm. it sort of actually play out it's the very pyramid or the top of the pyramid if you like yeah okay <laughs> So um, talk about it in the context of TikTok. We'll come back to this pyramid in a minute. What's actually happening? Where where is TikTok pushing it now? Mm, They've got the stories. mm, Is mm. is there something, you know, or maybe these apps in general, they're they're sort of starting with these sort of stories-based approach, you know, which is your 12 seconds or whatever Mm -hmm. it is. 
And then where is it going? Because Instagram, it doesn't go anywhere apart from buying yeah, stuff. Yeah. And and they only pushed out that, that shop um, that yeah. shop thing like really recently. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And it's the same brands just going around like Gymshark. And... Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's, it's tough. So for TikTok, um, I think it's it's more of the self-expression and entertainment mm. part of it. And uh, as we we're saying, just not a lot of it. It's, it's really entertainment and it depends on uh, how, like humor is really important. How can you, so the communication comes from how you can um, repurpose someone else's content or something that's popular and be part of the conversation. Mm. And then how can you add your own element to it? And eventually, if you're really good at that, that becomes a form of entertainment for other people. Right. Mm. Okay. So just sort of throwing in some interesting numbers here. The most popular stars on TikTok, mm. just out of interest. I'm just throwing up some numbers here, just so you know what is big on TikTok. Mm. Um, let's have a look. Who have we got here? It's actually interesting that a lot of these are non-Chinese. I think they're, yeah, this is for the, the English app, yeah. I mean, right. it's gained traction so fast. Okay, so like, it, it, okay, so put it into context, because I want people to get away from this sort of argument that it's, oh, that's just China. Mm-hmm. Um, there are, I, I'm, I'm really ashamed that I don't even know who these people are. Who are these people I that I'm looking I at? I don't know Who's anyone. Lauren Gray? <laughs> no idea. 30, 32 million people on TikTok. <laughs> who is she? She's, she's 17. Lauren Gray, 17-year-old, the most followed person on TikTok. She, mm. uh, she used to have her own Snapchat show, interestingly, called Glow Up. That's glow. And um, she's been garnered for her blah, 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 Teen's Choice Award, blah, blah, blah. Um, however, 32 million people on TikTok. These are, these are people who subscribe to the channel, mm -hmm. like followers, right? And then Baby, who is Baby Ariel? Honestly, I don't know <laughs> any of them. Who is Mr. Faisu? He's got like 23 million. <laughs> they all look pretty young. Christian yeah. Hanscher. They're all teens, yeah. Jacob Sartorius. How old is he? He looks like 15. Oh, he looks 12. <laughs> 16. Oops, sorry. He's launched his mildly successful, I like that, mildly successful mildly career successful. in music. I'm reading <laughs> off Business Insider here. For 20 million people. So basically we scroll through here. There's a lot of people I've never heard of who've mm. got like a minimum of 10 million people on TikTok. And I don't recognize a single name. You know, I mean, people are talking about people like Justin Bieber. Yeah, I get it. Like, because he would have hit the mainstream quite mm -hmm. fast. But with these numbers, honestly, they are quite mainstream, right? I mean, right. but not not in our understanding, but that's like, that's a whole huge market there. Right. And they're all non-Chinese. Mm -hmm. So just shows you, I mean, there's interesting, a lot of Indians here, right? Mm. Which I found quite interesting. Just, Wow. Wow. So we haven't even talked about Chinese stars. So what's going on at the moment? Obviously, why would these stars take to TikTok rather than Instagram? What's the deal? What would be the, the mm. why was this trend better for them? Is it just the numbers? Um, I think uh, one of the reasons that a lot of young people are using it, it's also, uh, I want to say this bigger generational shift towards yeah. um Again, ent entertainment and and humor, and that comes a lot from the YouTube days as well. Like, I mean, a lot of uh, YouTube stars in the beginning it was about making spoof videos and all that kind of stuff, and this is consolidated in TikTok, but mm. just in a shorter form. And the good thing is that you can start 
something and that becomes a trend and everyone follows what you're doing. And mm. I think there's a lot of satisfaction in that as well. How is that different for, say, Instagram? Right. Uh, but I think the the biggest difference is that you can't repurpose the content on Instagram. You see it and it's very passive. Like, and yeah. most you like it and, yeah. and that's it. And the, how should I say, the influencer that you're following is an influencer. You're not really having a real conversation mm. or any form of connection with that person. Whereas on TikTok, if you repurpose uh, content, you are reusing the template that they made and uh, I think that is a form of interaction and showing that uh, you have something to to like add to that as well. What do you mean by repurposing the content? That sounds quite important because we, mm. we talk about remix culture. Yeah, so bit, like, right? yeah, like how we understand about memes that there is a some um some people will make a template of a meme and yeah. once it gets popular then people add their own uh the context of their own story to the meme and make their own joke yeah. but the the canvas is the same so everyone understands what this particular meme is trying to get at right so uh for tiktok Honestly, I don't even know where certain viral challenges and trends come from. It's, a it's, just, it's always a mystery. The dark side of yeah, the internet, it's, right? It's the same as memes. You don't know where this comes yeah. from, but they do. They just, yeah, there's a, there's a primordial soup of memes. Exactly. And um, so then the people who, um, oh, I've, I've seen like this twin sisters on TikTok. They're really popular. And mm. then they just keep making videos where, they throw things and they're really good at throwing things. I'm not sure if you've seen those yeah. before. You know, yeah. like they throw and, and it lands. Yeah and, yeah. yeah. and then they will throw things at each other and it lands right. perfectly, that kind of stuff. And they keep making this kind of video. So that's what they're known for. And then there is a form, like a format that they are known for and that other people can copy that format. Right. Yeah. But then that, that, like you mentioned, that's existed in YouTube for a while. Mm. So obviously TikTok's doing something that YouTube's not doing. It's taking it further in mm. a sense that you know, like the throwing videos, there's hundreds of thousands of those on YouTube, you know, mm. the bottle challenge and all those kind of things. Yeah. So TikTok, I suppose we can answer this better by having a look at the next mm. trend that you're going to introduce, which is really, you know, it really goes to show yep. just how people have approached this problem different. And we're going to talk about karaoke. Yeah. And um, no, karaoke is like hugely popular, right? Yeah, I really mean, popular in, in Asia. Asia. Mm. Do you sing? Yeah, I mean, yeah, it's it's even if you're not good at singing, you know, it's really popular right. still. Okay, yeah. because so, it's a social event. Exactly. Yeah. That's the point of karaoke, right? <laughs> exactly. It's not about you singing just to yourself. Yeah. It's with people. In right? fact, the um, I think especially so in Japan when people are really stressed yeah. and then they go after work to go for karaoke, it's the people who are funny when they're singing that they're really popular as compared to the people who sing really well. Yeah, right. I mean, they'll get the applause, <laughs> exactly. but it's the one who's like entertains everybody and doesn't yeah. care. Yeah. It's interesting, like, you know, when karaoke first came out in the West, when it first, you know, mm. they, they started having karaoke machines and putting them in pubs, it was always done like to show people yep, like, as a yep. competition almost, like karaoke competition. I know they exist in Asia as well, but it was almost like you stood up in the pub to show how good you were at singing. Mm -hmm. And mm -hmm. it was always somebody who was really good singing. It was sort of like, you know, it didn't really replace the pub band in a way. Mm -hmm. But done in Asia, it's very different. It's all like you go and you all sing. Yeah. And you all have to sing. And right? it's more, yeah, it's more about everyone singing together. Yeah. That's fun. Rather than me showing you. Yeah, exactly. How I can sing. Mm -hmm. So that cultural aspect exists. But I, I think, you know, any Westerner would love karaoke as much as <laughs> asians would so exactly because taking away that that stress of having to perform i think yeah. it's 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 an 
it's an innate thing to want yeah. to sing, dance, draw, whatever. Yeah. So what this app, this app is called We Sing, and it's part of um, it's by Tencent, which is the same company that does QQ and WeChat, and obviously like a huge conglomerate. Um, so the good thing about this app is that it actually was linked to another or maybe a few other uh, music streaming apps. So you can think of Spotify. So when uh, as you're listening to the music, there is a button at the top that says sing the song. And then if you click into it, you go to you're prompted to download this app. And within the app, you can sing the song that you were just listening to right yeah okay so let me understand like in spotify now if mm. i follow the music mm -hmm. or listen to the music the most sort of like behind the scenes or interaction i get is those sort of crappy like playlists that people put together uh yeah or or they have that something where they do a little bit of behind the story or the lyrics mm, come up. Mm, mm. There's no way I can interact with that. And that's no. why people go to YouTube, I think. For exactly, that exactly. I mean, most music streaming apps are quite, um, it's, it's not very good for interaction. Like the, at most, uh, it will be like YouTuber where there are a lot of comments and then you can yeah. upvote the top comment and all that kind of things. Yeah. So, but for this, essentially they built another app that, can capture the social value and it's related to the streaming the music streaming app mm. and honestly if we look at a lot of the the apps uh in asia that's um that's like the i think one thing that they do really well as you're saying like the market focus part mm. they, they keep building new things uh where they know what the what the consumers want then they build this something else that can help yeah so I'm looking at the WeSing. So if you have a look at WeSingApp.com, you'll see what we're talking about. Mm. And this is the English one, yeah. Yeah, this oh, is the I've English one. I've never seen version. it before. Is look, it the same? Have a look at the bottom here, Ejing. Look, there's lots and lots of oh, languages. languages yeah. I don't even know what that language is. Like, it's got. If you have a look at it, and you have to look at this website to understand what I'm saying. It's like, okay, you've got the WeSing app in English, and underneath that, it looks like simplified Chinese. Mm. Then it's got, you know, at the bottom, all the different versions of it: Indonesian, mm. Malaysian. Thai, Filipino, and then a whole bunch of languages. I don't even know what they are. Like in the script, it could be like Malayalam or mm. okay, this is interesting. Farsi or something. I'm not sure if this is the uh, the the same, but I think this what they were looking at. It it was originally like a PS4 and an Xbox like console game. Wow. Yeah, which is this whole other topic that we can talk about, like gaming and consoles and how people socialize through that. Okay, so let, let's go back. So I'm looking at the We Sing Tente. Is mm. that one? Surely it says We Sing. That's mm. what's coming. I don't know. Yeah, it says, look, okay, We Sing for Android, Tencent Music, Entertainment. Mm -hmm. Let's have a look. Yeah, it's the same. It's the same. Okay, interesting. It's the same logo. Because the, the interface, this goes back to exactly what I was talking right. about, the design and all that. Okay, for the English app, it's much more um, streamlined. Yeah. And I think there are less functions. The Chinese one is, is quite crazy. Like if you go in and right away, there are a lot of uh, live streams and karaoke right. rooms of random people that you can just join in. Okay. Mm. So I get, you know, I mean, part of that may be mm. like if you're developing an app for like, 50 different countries it has to be the lowest common denominator oh definitely yeah, whereas yeah. In like chinese you're de you're dealing with one form factor right mm -hmm. okay exactly. so if you were to go into the chinese app yep what was the first thing that you see well essentially you have uh, a few tabs uh for instance your feed of the people that you follow or like popular things and then in the explore tab they're just so many options so right. um uh, but they're really they're really pushing for the live streaming 
mm. uh, option right now where just random people can go into a karaoke room, a virtual karaoke room, and they can they can select songs and then they mm. can wait in line to sing to all these uh, other really? random people. Yeah, that's cool. It's yeah. like chat roulette, but with karaoke. Yeah, exactly. It's 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 a chat room. Yeah, the randomness is actually like you say because I think if it's random, then the fact that you don't have to perform is a good thing, right? It, almost in a way, it's like mm, mm. you know, like because if it's somebody you know. Mm-hmm. But I think it goes both ways. It, right. it can create a, a bit of stage fright. But you know, if you yeah. do it well, then you can actually add those people who are in the right. chat room, and then now you're making friends. So have you done it random? I've done it once, and <laughs> it's so scary. It, you know, really? <laughs> yeah, it's so scary. <laughs> Did you like so the random person? Do you do it together? Uh, I didn't go for that option, but you can. Right. And um, actually, a lot of the people really don't sing well. Right. <laughs> yeah, it's like drawing. Most people are not. Yeah. Good. I mean, singing is like. Yeah, I mean, I admit that I'm a bad singer. But I think most people are they, not that good. Again, I think people are just there for the social value. You know, yeah. they they just want to make friends. They want someone to listen to them sing. They want to listen to someone sing. And, and honestly, that's that. Yeah, I'm having a look here, and this is interestingly is this is dated 2017. This article it says mm. that it's got 400 million users. 2017. I won't be surprised. Mm. 2017. So- <laughs> it must be like I mean, now it's gone global. Yeah, yeah. And okay. Like billions. So this I will credit it to how this app managed to work together with television and, right. and like drama and to so that it becomes even more mainstream and mm. more people are using it. Because with karaoke apps there are I think at least one other competitor uh within China. So what uh this WeSing app did was that they had a collaboration with uh television variety show called uh sing with me Mm. um which uh so for the show they invited celebrities to record a video so that um everyone else can participate and sing with the celebrity and appear in the same frame which has been done before by this app called small yeah yeah Mm. you could sing along with like jesse j yep a few other people it was quite cool the first time you ever see it you think you actually they're actually singing with them exactly when it first came out but Mm. that's the problem i guess is like that's very much a a western approach to the problem is that's as far as it goes Mm -hmm. whereas what you're saying is like what we chat sorry what we sing does 10 cent does or what tiktok does it builds like a stack yeah. of interaction which starts at the exactly. very sort of stories level and goes all mm. the way down through to offline exactly so as uh, as i'm saying with this television show what uh was really good about this is that um eventually so everyone records a video with uh with this with whichever celebrity that they like and then eventually the video with the most likes uh, so the people who appear in the video will get to go on stage with right. the celebrity. And it's not just one person. So they will select about 10 people to go on the show and to have some sort of interactions. And out of those 10 people, another three, uh, and you know, they have like little competitions. Yeah. But even then, when you're uh, watching the show, in the beginning, they will play the song and they will feature like tens of millions of people's videos. Yeah. So you get a chance of being famous for just a pixel on the screen Mm -hmm. right that's awesome um reading here about we sing that they of their main group of users are 13 to 22 years old Mm -hmm. which is pretty similar to tiktok i guess Mm -hmm. um and uh but that like they're saying there's this sort of trickle up effect in a lot of these communication technologies just as it was was with sms Mm -hmm. that kids show their parents 
And then the parents are on. I'm just reading here that like one user says, and I quote, my mother bought flowers, gifts, K coins, the currency. Yeah, the currency. Yep. Yeah. Sent gifts to her friends, commented on their songs and put on a headset and proceeded to do nothing else for a whole day. And the title of this post that somebody had put up here is, how can I alleviate my mom of her addiction to <laughs> using, right? Yeah, I won't be surprised because even... Um, as I'm using it, I noticed that you know my uncles and your people uncles. Like, yeah, it's 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 a bit awkward almost because <laughs> you would think of them as someone really serious, but then you um yeah, and then you hear That's them awesome. singing, uh, so it's it's really fun. <laughs> That's cool. Yeah, would you sing with your family on it? Um, or is that too awkward? It's <laughs> too awkward, isn't it? Because <laughs> they popped up on the random duet. Uh no, but because uh it's. You, if your friend joins, like if your WeChat friend joins, you immediately see. Uh, them. Okay, so it's connected into that. I mean, that's awesome, isn't it? If you think like that sync between the top level app mm -hmm. and the social app that yeah. just like branches out to everything, that's like your key to all this. Right. Mm. That, you know, it, it, Facebook has the ability, it has mm. the stack together, but it hasn't stacked anything. It's got Instagram, WeChat, and Facebook. Sorry, Instagram. <laughs> WhatsApp. WhatsApp and Facebook, right? It mm. has the stack, but it's not doing anything with it. It's not mm -hmm. going anywhere. It's not pushing anybody anywhere. Exactly. It just wants to be really good at that one thing, like do Instagram stories really well, and that's it. And I even see it with Spotify. Yeah. And I wonder why. Maybe this might be a philosophical thing, like this is how we do things and that's what people have invested in. Mm -hmm. It may also be the fact that if you're dealing with like 50 countries, it's really hard to, to cater to everyone. Yeah, yeah. so you, you're now dealing with just how do we make sure this works across 50 different types of devices and languages and all Absolutely. that. Absolutely. And that in, in itself is just a really all-consuming challenge. Right? Mm -hmm. And therefore, you know, if somebody says, let's put this feature on it's like oh god it's like we've got to do this in 50 countries and 50 devices and 50 languages that's tough right but that said the counter argument to that is we sing already in like languages i couldn't even tell you what they were <laughs> mm. some asian languages i don't even know i'll be interested to hear you should what try that... <laughs> <laughs> okay. you can Wait. practice your singing do you know what's the tagline the tagline is everybody is a great singer or like, everyone can sing <laughs> right well, yeah. I guess. <laughs> Not sing well, though, right? That's the point. Uh, I, oh, yeah, something like... Didn't I, say no, well. Actually, you can sing really well. So the, the point is, if you keep practicing using the app, and then you'll sing better. Oh, it, it says here, like... So on the English version, it gives us, a, like, um, some ideas of where this is going. Mm -hmm. Duet with friends. Yep. Right, which is great. Find more music. And I think that's really important. We'll come to that in a minute. Mm. And then multiple filters. Beautify your voice. Yeah, yeah, that that is really fun. Does it make your voice a lot? Does it auto tune and? Um, there, uh, there are certain filters. For instance, like the do you want a, a karaoke sound with the echoes, or yeah. a studio sound, or or like a more mystic voice? Yeah, you can also make your pitch higher and lower. Okay. Yeah. But does it actually make your voice better? Uh, no, no, not to that extent. So it's still it's still you, but uh, um, it 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 changes it. It doesn't necessarily make it much better. Like uh, if you really just sing really badly, then yeah, exactly. There's no hope. Yeah, exactly. It's a miracle. I think what's really interesting about this, Ejing, what your thoughts? Find more music. Mm -hmm. I think that to me, that is really interesting because if you think about. What is now possibly the most important music discovery app out there? I think it's YouTube. Mm. Like, and how much 
people are discovering apps through remixes. Mm-hmm. You know, now, like, for example, if you go on YouTube and you like type in any sort of um, Selena Gomez song, mm-hmm. right, you would get hundreds of covers yep. by, like, you know, teenagers. And, mm. and then those people become famous, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. And in, in many ways, people discover the original through the remixes and yep. through the covers. Yep. And so how important this then becomes for that social for part. Discovery. Yeah. yeah, speaking of which, uh, so going back to TikTok, actually a lot of people uh, either make music for TikTok purposes or TikTok when a certain... Because um, a lot of times th- the music is associated with the certain challenge that goes viral. Mm. So people want to find the music and they want to download the music. Uh, yeah, so there's this feedback. Right, yeah. so that's used in the video. Mm-hmm as just like supporting music, but then mm-hmm. that becomes what people want. Yeah. And then uh, concurrently, there will be more people making music like that. Right, It's right. like suitable for TikTok. Interesting. Yeah. And that would be really interesting for, you know, just the whole discovery process because it's completely changed now. Exactly. Now, now it's sort of like you have to get discovered by creating this sort of socially shareable content yeah. rather than just creating really good content. Yeah. Which is like in the old days, the music video. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. the band would create the music video and yep. it costs like, you know, <laughs> Michael Jackson, a million dollars and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. But now it's like, no, it's just create something that people can share rapidly and fast, right? Mm. So you've been talking about this idea and you're going to talk more in depth about this in your trends about the difference between social value and content, content about, value. So yeah. Explain to us what that's about. Um, the main point is that people want things that has a higher social value that they can share, that they can participate and be a part of as compared to the content value, meaning that it's of really high quality, it's taken with a really good camera, really great editing, yeah. you know, all those things, post-production, amazing. But um, if it if it doesn't have that high of a social value, it's not going to be as popular or as desirable because... Uh, we were talking about even Instagram as well that mm. compared to other DSLR photos um, like if you just take with the camera and the filter that's available on Instagram and that's how it started out that has a lot of value because you can share it instantaneously and to all your network mm. and that is why people use Instagram and not just take photos with cameras yeah. obviously that has changed and eventually all this uh, I think as we go along the production value of all this like it will just get higher and higher yeah, but yeah, yeah. the main point is that that's not that's not a focus that like mm. you should think about how it's something that is participatory and and shareable yeah and yeah. almost in a way the lower the production value makes it more shareable in, exactly in the beginning, right yeah because people can add their own value to it like they can make a spoof of it they can yeah. like make a meme about it and then that becomes their value at it. Yeah, it's a bit of a blank canvas. Exactly. I don't know if you remember, like, when Instagram first started, the filters. Yeah, they're still there. Yeah, they were, like, really crappy filters, but they were, like, really <laughs> hipster. Oh, yeah, I think that was the trend back then. You yeah, know? <laughs> but the point, I think the point was, if you think of, like, when Instagram started, the, the, the quality of the cameras was quite poor mm. by comparison, so therefore they had to apply these sort of real retro filters mm-hmm. to, to make it look okay mm-hmm. the fact that you can get away it was almost like polaroid exactly. you know it was done like there was the polaroid filter i feel mm. it was one of them and it was okay fine this looks like a photo from the 70s mm-hmm. right it's like poorly developed right 
but that then became the charm and the shareability of it. It was more important than, like you say, what was stuck on your card in a DSLR camera and never see the light of day, right? Yeah. So that still continues in trends. One, one of the ones you showed me the other day was interesting. It's Japanese. Mm. Just so you know, it's not oh, all Danmaku? Yeah. Danmaku means exactly. what? Danmaku, which uh, I actually talked a little bit in the previous episode as well. So it's a, it's a Japanese term and it first appeared on, I think it was Nico Nico TV, which is a video streaming website. Yeah. And what it is, is basically uh, exact time comments. So instead of the comments that are be beneath the videos, these comments appear uh, while the video is ongoing. And uh, they're basically done means uh, bullet and maku means curtain. So in English, they're called bullet curtain. Mm. And they're like bullets shooting out at, at the time that the video is playing. And the thing is that when a lot of people comment, it just fills up the whole screen and it becomes uh, like a bullet curtain, basically. Right. Yeah. It's interesting. So basically what it is, is like you're showing a video mm -hmm. and then everybody's just commenting like hell. Exactly. And sometimes uh, the number of comments uh, also um, reflects the direct popularity of a mm. video and, and fans kind of fight over you know which one has like more more comments and and how you can spoof things and create slangs and internet lingos out of all these comments mm. actually it's a bit of a rabbit hole this stuff oh I'm totally looking. totally there's, there's many different some translations of it like rain mm. of bullets curtain of fire and so on but yeah <laughs> I can get the point yeah so really why this is popular is is basically the the actual canvas and what's on it is less important than what people are doing with it mm -hmm. and if the fact if for example if you create content which is a done deal it's almost like there's no there's no space for me to done maku it no space yeah. for me to bullet it with my comments right yep. so the fact that it's almost like half baked allows mm. people to kind of fill in the rest right mm. and i suppose that's kind of important i mean now now that sort of brands are getting up to speed with these communication trends, they need to know that w the wrong way of doing this is approaching it like some you know big idea ad campaign mm -hmm. where look, we're gonna create this beautiful award-winning campaign. Mm -hmm. Actually what works really well mm. is just something which is half done and let everybody else fill in the rest. Exactly, right? oh this, this totally links to my other point about the blatant advertising which I'm not going to give everything away. Yeah, but what is my yeah. podcast going to be? <laughs> Listen <laughs> to my podcast. Exactly. Give us a give us a taste of what it's about. Yeah. So blatant advertising for uh, that's what I'm calling it right now. It's just the exact opposite of product placement, where yeah. mm, traditionally we will think that you want to p place a product seamlessly into a film or or anywhere that uh, in media, so that people don't think that they are. Um, they're being sold this product, but mm. actually, because just by seeing it, they think about the product and eventually they buy it. So, in the in exact opposition to this, blatant advertising is like halfway in the middle of the show. Suddenly, the characters get up and they start, you know, talking about this Coca Cola and like, oh, I love drinking Coca Cola, and they're not they're like really bad acting, yeah. and you know they're selling you something. And is it's it done funny. as funny? Okay, right, yeah, yeah. And sometimes I know maybe they're trying to make it seem real but just because they're acting is so bad yeah <laughs> but you're in on the joke that's the exactly. point exactly right? that's the point so that we've got to sell this stuff we've got to make some money exactly and they say that well yeah, yeah. fun with it right mm -hmm. and and the viewers understand that and um, but that doesn't mean that they don't buy it right because mm -hmm. then it becomes 
it's a bit of a Dan marker in that sense. It becomes yes. like participatory. Like you're in on the joke as well. We're not like treating you stupid. Like, oh, you like, you didn't see that Coke position there yep. surreptitiously. You're yep. in on this. And like, we might as well just get it out and have fun with it. Exactly. So in the end, this becomes a way of building a community as well, because you, you, you know, you saw this ad through that show. And yeah. most of the time, those things are printed on the, the products. Yeah. So. Awesome. So that's all coming up in E. Jing's podcast and Trends Report coming out. I think this is going to appear on Pitch Media Asia slash Trends. Mm -hmm. So rush to get that out quickly before the podcast goes out. If it's not there by the time that you check on the website, um, hold back a couple of days. Yes, please go back to it. Or you can uh, check out my LinkedIn yep. and I'll be posting stuff there as well. E. Jing Fly. Yes. <laughs> yeah. We connected on LinkedIn as well, so you get the right one. I don't think there's any others in the world, right? Nah, I don't think so. <laughs> okay, cool. So you're gonna be talking about trends, communication trends in Asia, the you know, the fringes of the mm. communications world, mm -hmm. deep dives into consumer psyche. Yep. Oh, humanity, also, right? Totally. Yeah, because yeah, that's what all the things are interested in. And just uh uh um shout out how should i say it um well the challenge i'm facing is that because i don't know all the languages in asia obviously yeah. so it's hard to tap into a lot of the other markets so if there are people listening who are from asia you know wherever southeast asia south asia anywhere with really interesting um phenomenon going on in your region please reach out to me yeah. and like let me know what's out there i'm sure you'd love to share some of those examples exactly. on your show right mm -hmm. great i'm really looking forward to that well, um, E. Jing, thanks for joining Asia Tech Podcast. Thank you for having me again. Yeah, we'll have you back, I'm sure, with an update mm -hmm. on progress and a really interesting journey, exploration, yep. the world of trends. Um, I'm going to be doing strategy next week. Um, e. Jing is going to take up the uh, the gaunt, pick up the gauntlet on the trend side. So if you're interested in that, go and check it out. You've had a sample of what it's going to be about today. This is Asia Tech Podcast. My name is Graham Brown. I shall see you in the next episode. Hi, this is Graham Brown. You've been listening to Asia Tech Podcast powered by Pitch Media. Now, Asia Tech Podcast is voice of the Asian tech ecosystem. We regularly bring you updates from leading storytellers in Asia. If you want to get more, go to our SoundCloud channel. That is available at atp.show slash SoundCloud atp.show slash SoundCloud. Follow the link. You'll find our SoundCloud channel. And if you're a podcast fanatic, go and subscribe to us and follow us on SoundCloud. We'd love to hear your feedback on our latest episodes.